Conversations That Matter podcast. My name is John Harris. We're going to talk a little bit today about the Salvation Army and whether or not they are going woke. I want to answer that question because it certainly does affect a lot of us. Uh, you see the Santa Clauses ringing the bells. That's a Christmas staple. I love that, actually. It reminds me of Christmas, especially uh, when I was younger. And occasionally, we wouldn't do this most years, but if we would go down to New York City or something or any major city, we would see that. And most of us uh, were outside of a Walmart in your local community. That, that's often where I saw them. And most of us would, would probably give to them at some point during the holiday season, I would imagine. And uh, this year is going to be different, I think, for me, though. And this isn't a boycott, but I just I, I, I saw this article that showed that uh, some quotes from one of their documents basically saying that you need to apologize, even if you're not guilty of racism, for the racism on, that the church has uh, produced. You need to apologize for on behalf of the church somehow. And that was it for me. I just thought, I'm not giving to them. This I give the Salvation Army because I want to help people, real tangible people, not a political cause. And I think the focus of the organization is changing. And so um, I don't want to just give you that bad news without giving you some good news. The good news is there are there are other places that you can give your money. And I, I would think maybe Samaritan's Purse would be a place you could uh, give some money or just look in your local um, community and see what organizations are doing charitable work without the social justice emphasis. Maybe your local church is engaged in a soup kitchen or something like that. But uh, I would not give to Salvation Army at this point uh, just because of, and then I started looking into it and I saw other things that I just thought, you know what? They're they they're they're in mission drift right now. They're they're losing track of why they exist in the first place. And so, uh, which is by the way, not just feeding people and engaging in charity. Originally, it was supposed to be giving them uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ, which I've heard from workers is is becoming more hard depending on where you are, uh, because of Salvation Army itself. They don't want you uh, being too aggressive. They they you know that kind of thing. So I, I want to um to to just give you the information because Salvation Army has made a counter statement and someone actually came on my Facebook to tell me when I asked about alternatives to Salvation Army that I was buying into basically a conspiracy theory. It just wasn't true. It was slanderous. Look, Salvation Army's responded and I want to answer that as well. So uh, let's talk about it. We'll start here. This is MSN News. Salvation Army, um, it tells what they're known for, uh, put ask white people to lament, repent, and apologize for biases or racist ideologies held and actions committed in addition to donating uh, to their um, their spare change, according to the Daily Wire, uh, they have a document called "Let's Talk About Racism," and screenshots from it say, uh, "Here's a quote: We recognize that it is a profound challenge to sit on the hot seat and listen with an open heart to the hurt and anger of the wounded. Yet we all are hardwired to desire justice and fairness, so we need to receive a sincere apology uh, is necessary." In the section titled, What is Whiteness? A Guide Discouraged Colorblindness, and it later suggested a number of books, including White Fragility by D'Angelo, How to Be an Anti-Racist by Kendi. Uh, so this is CRT right here, and uh, and more. So let's uh, stop denying the existence. Here's another quote of individual and systemic institutional racism. Stop denying that white privilege, um, and, or let's see, uh, readers should stop denying that white privilege exists. So, so this is what's going on now. I thought let's let's look at the actual document itself, uh, if I can find it here. Here it is, and um, I want to show you. This is let's see here. Is this where I want to go? Yeah. Perhaps you don't feel this is page five. Perhaps you don't feel as if you personally have done anything wrong, but you can spend time repenting on behalf of the church and asking God to open hearts and minds to the issue of racism. So, so much for 
sins of the son, sins of the fathers, you know, aren't the same and everyone's held accountable for their own sin. This is, uh, you're held accountable for whatever your fathers might've done and your skin color and the church itself. Um, and I mean, this whole thing is just one big woke document. Uh, it's let's talk about racism is uh, what it's called. So, uh, so you can go online, you can find that pretty easily. Uh, it's the whole document's actually pretty long. It's, it's like a book. It's, uh, how many pages 67 pages yeah 67 pages i guess it looks like unless it's just a repeat in different i think it's 67 pages so um when i went to the salvation army website though i was looking for this before you know i, I was independent of seeing any articles about this issue i was just looking for it and so i came to this and i i really don't want to click on any of these i'm kind of scared um more resources this is on the front of their website you can click on uh, more resources uh and Study God on racism, study God on sexism, caring for the environment, refugees and asylum seekers, all these these study guides. And I'm just wondering what, you know, what does this have to do? Like, I'm afraid. Let's just click on it. Let's cl click on refugees and asylum seekers. Look at the uh, table of contents here. They have their statement on it, uh, hunger and horrors, social outcomes. They So this, this whole... Thing. This is how many pages is this? Thir 14 pages just on asylums, uh, asylum seekers. And I'm, I'm going to imagine this is probably going to be kind of pro, like, uh, and not that anyone's against in, in, in principle people seeking asylum. This is probably going to be pro bringing people in from countries that where, you know, it hasn't been vetted and that kind of stuff. But I haven't seen that yet. I'm just, I'm just skimming through it. Uh, hunger and horror. So, um, talks about from the Bible, uh, people who are asylum seekers in their minds, uh, talks about uh, Ruth, story of Ruth. And so it's just some general stuff. Uh, five, here, listen to this, social outcomes. F top five concerns with refugees. They take advantage of our hospitality. They include secret terrorists. Helping these people just increases the flood. They take our jobs. They want to change our culture in their own. Now these are all legitimate concerns, um, but it's not so much about uh, people seeking asylum, it's about the process by which we bring them in and at the rate at which we bring them in. So it's it's that there's legitimate ways to do this, but the current policies are, are they actually meeting the needs of the people in the United States and, and Europe and wherever else asylum seekers are trying to come. So here's their response to that. The trafficking of migrants is a global concern. Organized criminals smuggle vulnerable people, um, two of the principal smuggling routes, Africa to Europe uh, and South America to North America, generate $6.75 billion a year for criminals. Counter to public perception, the highest refugee concentrations are actually in some of the poorest countries in the world. The presence of refugees and demands on a strained economy, services and infrastructure add to the hardship already endured by the local populations. In many instances, refugees become an added burden to the development of the host country, which nevertheless can demonstrate quite remarkable patience and kindness, as according to the United Nations. So they're quoting the United Nations. The economic impact of refugees on host areas, however, is not necessarily negative. An economic stimulus can be generated by the presence of refugees and can lead to development of host regions. The presence of ref refugees also contributes to the creation of employment benefiting the local population directly or indirectly. So, and this just goes on. Um, Americans some Americans believe that refugees are, are a drain on the economy, but look, economists have said the reached a different conclusion. Actually, refugees are really good for your economy. That's this whole thing. All right, so 
uh, they just want to take that narrative. The they're they're taking the Trump MAGA narrative and they're smashing it. And this is Salvation Army. This isn't supposed to be a political organization. In their Seeking Justice Together series, their study guide. And look, I just clicked this almost at random. I don't really want. I I don't want to click any of these. I'm afraid to. I'm afraid of what I'm going to find. But that's enough for me right there. To see that they're telling people they should apologize on behalf of the church, even if they're not racist, to be telling, to, to be trying to um, allay the concerns, the legitimate concerns people have of unvetted mass illegal migration, that kind of thing. Uh, and then you have, I just was at the front of the website. I just thought this was interesting. It's right there in the front, LGBTQ support. You just, what we do, boom, right there, LGBTQ support, and then their commitment to diversity right there. And you go down and it just, all the things that they do for the LGBTQ community uh, and how inclusive they are and how, you know, basically LGBTQ people have the, the they have it rough. And so Salvation Army is going to come and help them uh, with jobs and employment services and all kinds of other things. And then uh, how committed they are to equality. It, it's always been a part of Salvation Army's missions and values and their commitment, their work, their, so all this stuff. It's all, it, it's, it, it's, um, why is it necessary? Why put this here? Why why show people that this is what we're about? We're just supposed to be feeding people, no matter who they are. Was there ever a time Salvation Army just turned people away because of the color of their skin or something? I mean, not not that I'm aware of, but they they feel the need to um, really announce from the top of the rooftops how inclusive, diverse, equitable, pro LGBTQ, pro uh, pro immigrants and refugees. Uh, for anti-racism and CRT. I mean, it's all that stuff. So here's the response, and this is interesting to me. So they responded on November 25th to these concerns, at least of the anti-racism stuff. And they said um, that, they said, we remain committed to serving everyone in need regardless of their beliefs, lifestyles, etc. And that it says those who have criticized them, they have made outrageous claims. Actually, let me start. Recently, some individuals and groups have attempted to mislabel our organization to serve their own agendas. They have made outrageous claims that we believe our donors should apologize for their own racism. That Salvation Army believes America is inherently racist society and that our organization has abandoned its beliefs uh, for one ideology for another. Uh, in fact, an online petition is, is, is opposing them. Those claims are false and they distort the very goal of our work. The truth is Salvation Army believes that racism is fundamentally incompatible with Christianity and we are called to work towards a world where all people are loved, accepted, and valued. Are, so, so this is this is gaslighting, right? This is uh, you did not see what you think you saw. The, you are the one that's lying. You are the one. And it's, how is this any different than what Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary does, or any institution that goes woke, and then you call them on it, and then they say, "No, we're not doing that." You are the one causing division and discord. I'm sorry. No, Salvation Army started that when they put out a document like that. Admit the document exists. They quote to this their position on racism paper, which is not the same as the let's talk about racism. paper. So they don't even talk about or acknowledge the paper that is being quoted uh, in those articles. And, and this is just sad to me, but it, it does show one thing. It does show that it is not to the benefit of these organizations who rely on donations and rely on your support to be seen as woke. They, even though they're going that direction, even though they put money towards it and resources towards it, and they employ people who believe it, and that's part of their mission somehow, they don't want you to know that. They don't want you to, to, to perceive them as going in that direction because it's bad for them. You might not donate. And when they double down though, and they 
they say that uh, it's not actually happening when it clearly is, that's when I would say there's a, there's a different problem now. It's not about them being woke. It's about them being dishonest at this point. It has nothing to do with them being social justice anymore. It's just you're not honest. And, and that's enough for me. I want to give my money to honest organizations. So that's where I stand on this. Um, and it might be something, probably the, the local bell ringers probably don't even know about any of this. It would probably be good to just show them if you go up to the one. In fact, Nate Fisher had tweeted something out about this and said, why don't you go to the local Salvation Army bell ringers and just say, look, uh, I would love to give to you guys, but this is what your organization's doing. And you can give them a copy of the article or something. Probably not a bad idea. So that's... That's, uh, I did the research, so you don't have to, on Salvation Army and what's happening there. Uh, final call, I want to just say, for Cyber Monday, uh, to get the books uh, that I have available um, for sale. It's the last day. Uh, you can get Christianity and Social Justice, Religions and Conflict for $10 plus $6 shipping and handling, which is, it's a steal. I usually charge 25 bucks. That's an autographed copy. Uh, you can go to ChristianityAndSocialJustice.com. You can also get um, Social Justice Goes to Church. You can get Edie Robles' book, Social Justice Pharisees. All of these books available at worldviewconversation.com. And uh, on Amazon as well. You can go get uh, Christianity and Social Justice uh, for 10 bucks on Amazon, $9.99, I think, and then $6.99 for a Kindle edition. So these are really good deals. Uh, they're not going to be around forever. This is the last day, or at least for mine. I don't know how long the Amazon will continue for. I don't think long. And uh, I, I hope you can take advantage of those before Christmas. So God bless, and until next time, bye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.